From the 305 to the 303, welcome to TCSP. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Brian and the Casually Serious Band. All right, cut it short, cut it short. We got to get going here. We're late as it is. It's 945, you know, people have been there's waiting. A, there's a twofold reason why we had to do that. Let me tell you, I'm having a very, very big issue. We are having a very big issue with a very specific social I mean, media platform uh, right now. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and by right now, I mean uh, <laughs> since the beginning of it starting. Um myself any any uh, uh, ken man any other creator anybody who's out there doing anything understands that if music is in the background of any of your videos if now for some reason a picture is in your video even though it might be a still frame I, we constantly get hit all the time we are getting hit with trademark infringement because of the music that dr brian created himself for our tv for our podcast for our show or and, did uh, he we, I, you know, when I had this a quick discussion with him, I said, look, man, it must, it's got to be to the point right now where there's been so much music made that right. every new song that something comes out sounds, sounds like at something. least something. So what it is, is algorithms for this kind of shit, they take little tiny pieces of it and they, they weave them together to make sure that they're also part of a horn section and da, 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 da. they find ways to make sure that a song is a song, not just a riff from it. And that's how they, that's how they, that's how they get you. Uh, but we have all original music. I do not know what the problem is. So this episode is going to be us talking and our wonderful, beautiful faces. And that is it. Uh, other than a couple stock photos that we're going to put up there. Because we want to see exactly what the heck is going on. We've had two people claim copyright on us. Two companies. One is a, uh, a Mexican television station. So I'm, I'm just I'm dying to figure out how that happened. But... At any freaking rate, we uh, we are rolling today with scary movies that are not scary. But what scares you, Ken? Man, you got a? Do you have any movies that are on the top of your head that you can think of that you said to yourself, you know what, this was supposed to be scary, but it's not scary? Yeah, I mean, I think the the first one that jumped into my mind when we mentioned this was uh, was Poltergeist, and, and just because Poltergeist itself. Oh, it was a very scary movie for me at that age, for sure. The first um, one. Be it, yeah, the first one. Clowns, the little dolls, be it a tree outside of the window, or that snowy fuzziness that you get on the TV that doesn't happen anymore. But, um, you know, so all those things scared the heck out of me with Poltergeist. But, yeah, we didn't need any of that. That that was no good for me, man. It scared the crap out of me. <laughs> but Poltergeist 2, Poltergeist 3, I mean, these were terrible movies. I mean, absolutely terrible movies. They were not scary. They were horrible. Uh, so that was the first one that quickly, I know there's so many more, but that was the first one that quickly jumped into my mind. There's a There seems to be a theme here, at least with a couple of the ones that I've chosen. Um, right off the top of the list, we you know, last week we spoke of the the ultimate horror um, villains. So the stars, if you will, are the antagonists of horror films or maybe protagonists sometimes. Uh, and the week before that, we did the movies that they were in. Uh, right. They Some of them correlated. I think we, we might have spoken about a couple of these villains that we didn't talk about the movies from the week before. But at any right. rate, we tried I did. 
And the first, a couple weeks ago, I did say the Amityville Horror, the original 1978 movie with uh, um, with Margot Kidder and, and James Brolin, uh, the original one is still the scariest movie to me, one of the scariest movies. And the my favorite horror movie villain is the house from that movie. So oddly enough, um, the sequel to this movie was an absolute shit fest. Now, what they did with the, the, the sequel to the movie was they decided to go back to the beginning, I believe, and uh, the second one is actually the prequel, if you will. So the second one is the DeFeo murders, and then there's some sort of weird sexual chemistry between a brother and sister going on in there. And what they did was what they tried to just, it's the very, very first and certainly not the last attempt for the owners of the rights of the Amityville franchise to attach whatever was scary at the time, which would be monsters coming out of that well. Uh, and they went with like super gory effects and 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 weird mutations and shit like that. But overall, it was not scary at all. And it really, really pissed me off to the point where for years I didn't, as, as these movies came out, all the Amityville movies came out, I, I didn't want to have anything to do with them. I would automatically go back to the first one. It's the most terrifying from the theme song all the way to the end. Uh, but the rest of these are mockery, man. Um, so uh, I, 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 I had a problem with Amityville 2, the possession, um, a big problem with it. It sucked. It was supposed to be scary and it was not. Mm. Did they also do Amityville 3, the repossession, like the house being taken away or something by the bank? There was a three. There's been, you know what, If I, I didn't want to even bother doing this, but I guarantee you if you decide to go and Google that, there's been at least eight to ten of them made. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen one. Like so Amityville I've Chef. Seen. And, you know, like it's, it's starting like Amityville. I think they mixed sharks with them, too, at some point. Oh, the shark things and like weather happenings are all really big. So why not throw a house in there? I mean, I will say the, uh, say the only other Amityville franchise or movie that did that I thought was any good at all was Ryan Reynolds uh, remake that he was in. Um, which sort of took elements from the original. It was it was actually a remake of the original, but they didn't use the same house. It was uh, the same windows, sort of, but uh, they they twisted Weird. some facts around too. But it was it was acted very well because fucking Ryan, well, Ryan Reynolds amazing. is a good yeah, but he's yeah. usually a, com a comedic actor though. Right? Uh, but I he's mean, got this it, you know the multi the multiple personality thing through the possession right. of the demons in the house is something you right. really have to try and sell. And he did a okay. good job doing no, it. He, he's great, so I would imagine. Yeah. I, but yeah, no, interesting, weird. Not not gonna watch it. What a, what a, how about another one? Uh, what what did you think? All right, so listen, we spoke at, you know we had to speak about um, uh, a nightmare in Elm Street when we, of two weeks ago when we spoke about the greatest horror films and all that. Absolutely, and then Absolutely. we had to talk about Freddy Krueger when we talked about the greatest horror villains because he Absolutely. had to be mentioned. He really is one of the best. Yeah. So he's right how here. did you feel uh, um, uh, when you saw a nightmare on Elm Street two Freddy's Revenge? Mm -hmm. I, I I mean it was it was comedy i mean i i laughed more than i was frightened you know so that and not in a good way you know it's just in a way where it's just like it i'm laughing because this is so dumb and it is Man. not i just did not hit the the story was that's the first part and i just it just ruined right off of the bat because the story's terrible you can mix in your gruesome okay if you put something together that's at least believable somewhat but 
everything that they did in that from the story down to even the kills uh, were not great. And then trying to just make Freddy more of a comedian than someone that you're going to be afraid of uh, definitely didn't play out very well at all. So I thought I thought they did a terrible job with two. To me, it was very odd. And it was the first movie that I ever saw homoeroticism and homophobia used in the same exact movie. Let me go ahead and read you a quick Wikipedia <laughs> excerpt of this movie. Five years after Freddy Krueger's Kruger's apparent defeat, the Walshes have moved into Nancy Thompson's former home. Their teenage son, Jesse, has a nightmare about being stalked by Kruger driving a school bus. He wakes up and attributes the dream to the unusual heat in the room. What the fuck? Jesse goes to school with his friend Lisa, whom he is interested in romantically, right, but is too shy to flirt with her. After getting into a fight with a boy named Grady during gym class, Coach Snyder has them stay after class and they become friends. All right, we're going to fast forward to one night he is caught by Schneider ordering a drink in a gay bar and is made to run laps at school as punishment. Just soak that in real quick. Your coach finds you at a gay bar. First of all, how? All right. Is the coach going? You know, come on. There's a lot of questions there. The problem is, is this whole entire movie got, they, there was just some sort of weird shit going on. In the, and, and anytime horror, you watch any shows that are about horror films and they talk about this one, there was just some really weird homosexual thing going on. And, and, and obviously it had nothing to do with sort of being for or against it. What, what it was, it was unnecessarily planted into the story was mm -hmm. what I think most people had an issue with. They didn't have a problem with Freddie. He was going to fucking make you laugh no matter what. He wasn't making fun of homosexuals or homosexuality in any way. But obviously the coach wasn't very happy about the fact that he was having a drink at a gay bar. So he decided to go ahead and make him do laps, which apparently back then I remember being the answer for really anything you did wrong. I was going to say that these, I mean, these movies also, when they came out, was, you know, kind of at the forefront of a lot of this stuff becoming more mainstream, oh. where people still didn't talk about it. And, but at the same time, it, you know, it was, it was still mainstream. Um, so I, I think that's something too, that they probably were trying to do to say, hey, look, look what we're doing. Look at the boundaries we're going to push here, you know, in this story a little bit, but. I don't know. Weird. I don't know if that stuff always hits. That's it. Definitely didn't in this movie. On any, I don't even remember that to be honest with you. From all of that, so it, yeah, I may have watched it twice because I'm sure I saw it the first time and had to watch it again to make sure because I really loved Nightmare on Elm Street and I'm sure by the second time I I knew it was a terrible movie. I almost didn't give three a chance until you know everyone said it was pretty good, which it was. But they made more after three, which are all terrible too. So we, you know, you don't just have to stop it too. There's other terrible Nightmare on Elm Streets. Rotten Tomatoes uh, says the film has an approval rating of 43% based on 30 reviews. The site's consensus is it is an intriguing subtext of repressed sexuality, giving Freddy's revenge some texture, but Nightmare loses its edge in a sequel that lacks convincing performances or memorable scares. It was just freaking really wacky, man. Yeah, um again i was. i'm totally cool with that it, what what you know homosexuality being in a horror film i mean it, it's probably been done a hundred times at this point who for all i know um maybe just quietly at this point but who gives but a that's shit, what really? it is it's repression i mean it's repressing yeah. those feelings just like they talk you know now the big thing is with mental health you know and people coming right. out and talking more about mental health with back then you know that that was a big thing where it's if you even thought you especially at that age and you know when you're kind of figuring out your body you're not sure what's going on in your life and a lot of these people just keep it within stay repressed and just deal with it in that manner and that's kind of i don't i, I don't think that's the 
generally the place you want to you know cast that out and start to hey let's let's write this into our horror film i, I don't know i don't know if that works too, too much you know because uh, what are you trying to say because you feel this way that you're going to have this rage or i mean right. I, I i don't know if that's the the right spot for all of that but you know either way it didn't work man it didn't work brandy what is up always good to see you brandy brandy's been hanging out for a while it's so crazy man awesome. I, you know we've known brandy for so freaking long man and and I'm always and always every time we communicate because she she is also a supporter on my cannabis cowboys uh, side of all this and uh, she's just like why didn't we hang out more it's just so crazy how many people we all hung out with hundreds of people at, you know at the point okay. or at the lake and then at some point it was like you formed these tighter groups for some reason but I don't know very odd at any rate doesn't matter what the hell happened then you're hanging out with us now thank you so much for doing it let me ask you this Ken man. <laughs> So we spoke a little bit about how sequels um, have sucked in some horror franchises. In this case, in particular, not so much. I'm going to jump to three, and I wanted to know what you thought about Jaws three in 3D <laughs> with Dennis Quaid. Give me some, give me some shit, man. Let me hear, let me hear what you've got to say about this blaster piece, man. Man, that that was a joke. I, I was so excited for this movie, and <laughs> this movie was absolutely terrible. This could be one of the worst sequels to any movie, anytime. This was all about the 3D. That's all this movie was about. This movie was about, let's see what we can do with this and make everybody just go nuts with the 3D. Let's not pay attention to the story at all. Let's not pay attention to any of the oh. special effects at all. Let's only pay attention to the 3D because that's the only thing that was even mildly interesting about this movie, in my mind. I mean. And they had the balls and the gall to decide to give the shark vocal cords somehow <laughs> he breaches the water on multiple occasions oh and goes ah! <laughs> and actually audibly yells which my god i had no idea jaws one made me research sharks up until that point i had no idea that they could speak um i just assumed that they were underwater creatures that did not communicate vocally but uh thanks to dennis quaid and uh and that shit movie because let me tell you even with the 3d effects that you know that were that were good for um, i think a jump scare too like the right. the the eyeball i think at the <laughs> beginning sort of like worked uh but like you were always expecting that shit and, right. and especially right. back in the 80s when it was just it was the 3d technology was so freaking horrible i think what they did at some point was they stripped the movie of its 3d um filter and repurposed it as Jaws three, the revenge or some shit. I don't know what the hell they might have called it. They got away with that because now yeah. there's no there's there's no good value to the movie exactly. whatsoever at that point. But that's another horrible one, man. You know, like that's and, a really bad they, one. They stretched it just like they tried to stretch the Amityville franchise. They it, it was it, the eighties were 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 ripe with that kind of stuff. I mean, man. they, we they were, kept going. Jaws didn't that didn't stop at three either. They? I mean, there's no, five or not. six or seven of those things, man. There's a bunch of those things. I didn't go past three. That was that was enough for me. How do you feel about um, any of the original, let's say, two or three Halloween movies? Did those scare you at all? Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, you know, for me, the scariest thing, I think, was Michael Myers in particular, just in the way, you know, he was very mysterious. You know, he stayed with that mask. He's just that guy freaked me out. But the bigger part of that, and we talked about this in the previous episodes, too, a little bit 
was that movie did a great job with the with the music and and just kind of the anticipation of what was going to happen and scaring you often with doing nothing at all and just you know playing with your mind a little bit in that sense but um you know i i got that from the first halloween that that you know from halloween one the original i'm not talking about any of the remakes or anything but in halloween one the original that's what that kind of did to me um and certainly watching it with the age that i was but seeing some of the two three fours and you know some of the remakes and all that stuff i still appreciate the franchise i totally appreciate the franchise but definitely was another one that bless you man Lord have mercy. <laughs> that was Mike Myers. Stretched it way, way, way too far. You heard that, <laughs> that that uh that was definitely definitely what uh you know what I would say about the Halloween franchise general. But too much they did they tried to do too much with the obviously the same character and you know there's there's only so much you could really do with that story and you see that those issues and the problems in the writing of the stories further further down uh pretty pretty easily even if you're not like really into the movies very much yeah. it's like all right let me watch halloween three you're still going to see that you know that that the story isn't as simple but work like the first one does it is very simple but it works and the story works but there's only so far you can go with that you know and yeah. and you know th there's other movies that you know we'll probably talk about afterwards that, that have this similar you know kind of problem um where you know you're gonna jump out and scare people with that first uh, that first movie, obviously, because no one's seen this before. We've never seen Jason. We've never seen Freddy. Right. You know, we've never seen Mike Myers. But once we've seen them, they're not as scary to us. So it's trying to find new and creative ways to to still scare your audience enough to you know to keep your movies viable. I do like the incorporation back then, uh, and I think I think the Friday the Thirteenth series as well as Halloween did it on a couple occasions where you get point of view from both the killer as right. well as the victim. Right, um, which, great. which was actually pretty fucking cool, man. Where you Very know it cool. puts you into this, into the uh, you know maybe you do want to feel like you know a, a psychotic fucking a camp murderer at one point in your life, maybe not, but that for a little bit of for a little bit, it kind of gave you that terrifying look of what it was looks like to have somebody screaming at you as you decide to put a hatchet through their brains, uh, but. I and that's that the part that does that cool. because because it is yeah you are looking now at the person's reaction and what they're seeing in front of them versus the that other view of, of what a killer looks like coming right at you too with a hatchet which is a yeah, pretty freaky end of itself i thought i thought again i'm a huge fan of what rob zombie did with the halloween series so i think that the second ones that he came around and remade were actually scarier than the first one there were but there was also more uh, it was also a modern more intelligent way to express the story, um, so it was a lot cooler that way. But some of the more modern hollow, uh, uh, scary movies, I didn't really get scared by at all. For instance, uh, Scream. As much as as much as I like the uh, the concept of it, which conceptually I think it, it was kind of great, the way every was like sort of a movie within a movie, and da da da. da. Um, at the same time, it just didn't do it. There was nothing scary about that stock mask that right. was. You know, uh, the jump scares. There really wasn't anything going on that in that movie me. to me. Moxie, she's fucking Moxie horrified. Moxie scares me, man. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough little, sh uh, little schnoodle right there. Hey, Andrew Pace, what's going on, brother? Thanks for coming and hanging out, man. What's up, Andrew? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I didn't find those screen movies to be uh, bad at all. But you know, I also was uh, at one point infatuated with Nev Campbell too. So. <laughs> 
Uh, it was really tough for me to be like, uh, like, oh, that was a scary movie, you know. Like, it just was. <laughs> there was just nothing really scary about that. Um, but uh, they attempted. Also, uh, I I know what you did last summer. I think mm-hmm. I've heard people tell me they thought that was scary. I did not think that shit was scary at all. No, it was just. I don't think they're even. Are they really made to be scary? Like, I thought I thought scary movie was really cool. I like the way that, like you said, the way that movie is put together is really scream neat. Scream or not, scary movie? Scream, I'm sorry, scream. That's okay, my bad. <laughs> scary movie is yeah. fucking great, man. I know that's the series are awesome. Yeah, actually, they really is. No, scream. I just like the way they did it. I mean, it's just uh, and and you're right. Overall, though, it's not it's not scary, but I mean. The first movie, though, I mean, come on, to start the movie and have a major actress like that and to have her killed in the first part of the, you know, just to start the movie, that was pretty badass, man. I got I got to say, that's a great way to start a movie. Yeah, no doubt. And I'll tell you what, I uh, there's one movie that I've seen, I saw grow up, growing up, I think it was out in like 79 or 80, called Tourist Trap, where a... <laughs> I believe uh, a person would uh, tourist, uh, trap tourists and uh, turn them into puppets, I believe, with molds of their face. Uh, it was it was just okay. not. It's like it on Showtime, just, like at three in the morning or something. I've seen no, those I think, before. I think that shit actually came out in theaters. I do not know. Compass wow. International Pictures distributed March 16th, 1979, my friend. A budget of $350,000, if you can believe that. But wow. it was one of those funny movies. Um there, there was just, you know, between 80 and now, there have been a lot of really good horror films, but so many more bad ones. Of course. Um, they don't really hit the mark it's a hard, lot. hard, man. It's hard with horror. Really, really hard. It's very, very rare that people hit with that. Same with a good comedy, to be honest. You know, it's, yeah. just, it's hard to do that. Everything's drama nowadays. Well, considering those movies really weren't scary, and I'm sure we could probably pull a few more out of there. What are some of the things, anybody who's in the comment section right now, throw out some things right now that you actually find scary. It could be anything, phobias, whatever the hell. Kenman, what about you, dude? Is there anything in particular that you don't have uh, a likeness for? I, I, I don't know, man. There's a lot of common ones. You know, we were talking and looking into some different ones. And, you know, common ones are, you know, I'm not saying for me, but just overall, fear of spiders, snakes, fear of heights, fear, you know, um, those things I see is like your, your common fears that people have, you know, but then there's really some very weird ones, you know, like fear of gravity and fear of ugliness, like literally fear of ugly people, fear of clowns. And they have all these crazy names to all of these things. And it made me think like, what is it that, you know, I have a, a fear of in that sense? Like it, 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 it has to be an irrational fear because as I'm like reading these things, I mean, fear of ugliness. Come on, man. Like, seriously, people get like all anxious and stuff when someone around them that they perceive as ugly is near them. That's that's Whoa. a whole different level, I think, of issues that those humans have than having yeah. some kind of a phobia, per se. But but everything is now listed as a phobia in some manner or another, whatever it might be. And, you know, whereas you might be able to understand, play, you know, things like, you know, like Andrew's saying, enclosed places, you know, you can understand people feeling trapped in a sense of feeling trapped okay that makes sense a fear of heights i think that makes sense as well to feel like you're not in control in a situation and you're in a position where you can <laughs> where this you can fucking guy come on really, dude this, really absolutely. So, this shit is unnecessary dude you know, unnecessary. there's a dude down there below i'm climbing up too so yeah oh, these, for the these love people are, God man, damn, there's man. no reason for any of that but so i guess for me i'd probably go with the heights thing personally because i i don't really feel i have any rational fear of heights 
athletes are. I don't want to be in that position, but you know, if I'm in a tall building somewhere comfortably looking at, you know, on a balcony or something, fine, but I, I'm not going to want to go stand on the edge of it or try to, you know, I remember a story once when I went to the Grand Canyon with my brother and we, there was this area where you could just walk right out to the edge of the rocks and just look all the way out and down at everything. And my brother just goes, that, 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 walks right out to the edge there. And he's just standing there looking out at everything. I start to walk out. I'm like, well, you walked out there. I start to walk out. I get maybe halfway. I'm like, heck no. I'm down on all fours crawling to that edge. To the, I would not stand up. So there's, at some point, I think it's not necessarily even irrational. <laughs> it's like just to, you know, you get some kind of sense of survival kicks in at one point. You're like, a strong breeze. And that's a long fall. So. I don't know. I guess the heights thing I'll put myself in, but there's some really weird phobias out there, man. People are scared of some crazy shit. Heights are really only an issue when you're falling from them. You know what I mean? Like if you're standing it's on true. them, you're, you're probably in best case scenario in terms of yeah. heights go. Yeah. yeah. When it yeah. comes to gravity and heights working together and you're falling off of a building, that's the fucking absolute worst time to worry about your fear of heights. Yeah, that's very true. This is a good point. I will tell you this: We have somebody out there in the uh, in the in the the peanut gallery that mentioned something that I'm about to mention right now, which is absolutely my I wouldn't say fear, but it may be a phobia. But I have a fucking big problem with these piece of shit useless. Oh my god! Sorry, can't mention. Oh my god! Dude, Lord have mercy! My look, man. I hate those things. So here's the deal: today, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put it on. Look at that goosebumps. I'm not going to just put it on my brother, but on many occasions as a young man, my brother pushed me into our garage and locked it and shut the door. Turned off the lights. Turned off the lights for any amount of time it might have been. It could have been 30 seconds. It probably felt like a good year for me. Um, but we did, like I said, we were speaking before the show. There was one drawer in my house in Miami. Granted, for folks who don't know, Miami, Florida, the fucking swamp of the earth. Uh, where roaches are about seven inches long and they yell racist shit at you all day long. Um, there was one particular drawer in my house where if you opened it, you were guaranteed to get one come at you. Now, there was a couple different kinds of roaches in Miami, Florida. I'm going to break this down for you because I know all about these pieces of shit. Um, they have the regular brown, we call them palmetto bugs, Florida cockroaches, where they're dark brown and they have sort of a light head. Um, and then there's these other ones that are sort of a mutation of that, that are more like of a bright red, uh, and they stand up really high and they are faster. And by faster, I mean, Deion Sanders versus somebody without legs faster. <laughs> um, these things were known to haul ass, but they just couldn't fly. So you had sort of like a give and take in Miami. But these sons of bitches that we had to deal with, just the regular, ah, oh, my bad, yeah, yeah. those things right there, those things flew. And when they flew, it wasn't like a butterfly, like, oh, look at the wonderful <laughs> majesty of this creature flying. What it was was, <laughs> and you heard it coming at you. And the thing was, is they did not know how to fly very well. It was like an old person driving. Um, and it was an old person with a really, really disgusting body that's been eating garbage and shit most of its life flying at you. Uh, and maybe it wasn't personally trying to attack you, but if you lived in Miami, you probably had a fan going. And if you had a fan going, the fan was probably pushing air at you, in which case that cockroach would just ride that lightning to your face. Um, Always I, to your face. Yeah. That's where they, they go for the mouth. I have a lot of stories, and you can share one. Real quick, one of the one? worst times. I got like nine, but go ahead. 
So <laughs> I didn't necessarily move to where I moved to get away from cockroaches because yes, i moved from i moved from florida to texas well that's true so yeah. i did absolutely nothing in the cockroach category yeah. other than just maybe get them bigger so well, everything's uh, bigger in texas yeah and uh when i was living Except with the time the we, we had we had cats and um i had a, a a beautiful little cat which i believe actually just got sick i don't know um uh his, uh, his name was felony uh little, little kitty named felony was a beautiful little boy and as a little a girl kitten, named misdemeanor with his sister <laughs> as a little kid we always play fetch for some reason he was really good at fetch and i was sitting down on the floor in my house and uh i think i threw like an andy's candies or a wrapper and threw them and and i threw it into the closet where the cat food was uh, that was a jar a little bit about half a foot and uh, he came back and dropped the wrapper in my uh, in my in my lap, and I'm sitting there playing, and I realized, oh no, he didn't drop the wrapper in my lap. He dropped a full-grown cockroach that he was playing with that was still alive on my lap, and it ran around my stomach and ran up my face. And I I must have, I, I would love to have heard an audio clip of that because it would have been me at my unmanly best um, having to deal with that. That was the last time I think from. From there, uh, I didn't stay in West Texas very long after that, and I moved I to Denver, either. Colorado, which they just don't live out <laughs> they don't here, have dude. Them. They, they're German cockroaches are out here. The little tiny ones. That's one fine. Those are like beetles. They're like beetles. Like get out of here, dude. Guys. Who gives those a guys, shit? No, I'll actually let those crawl on my hand. Like I wouldn't dare ever let any of these disgusting creatures touch. Oh me, my so. god. They oh just my uh, god. to me, they just sort of symbolize uh, dirtiness and. Uh, yeah. uh, and uh uncleanliness and uh the fear of them uh, flying in on your face when you're sleeping peacefully in your in your bed oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god wow cockroaches man it's a problem I, dude them cockroaches man yeah they definitely are they definitely are we had a i had a few stories with these things and um i'm not i won't tell them but i'm gonna pick a couple so the first one will be my first encounter and my first encounter well the one i really remember was in a classroom in elementary school. It was in third oh, grade. Oh, damn. So it was, a, yeah, it was in my classroom in third grade. And all of a sudden, there's a cockroach in the room and it's on the floor. And so uh, everyone's ah, jumping and screaming and all this stuff. And I jump up and I run over and stomp, you know, put my foot down. Hey, man, I'm the hero. I killed the cockroach, right? So I was like, all right, great, great, great. So I go to sit down, and all of a sudden, I feel something crawling up the inside of my jeans. I'm wearing jeans. It's crawling up the inside of my jeans. So, so now I'm kicking. For, ah! And this cockroach comes flying out of my pants and lands, boom, right on the table with a bunch of girls. And, ah! I'll jump up going screaming. The whole classroom went running out of the I mean, even the teacher was screaming and running out. The other teachers had to come in to find this thing. It was it was way, way more than it needed to be. So from that moment, I realized that, you know what, I'm not good at this. I'm not even good at killing these cockroaches. So I just want to try to stay away from them as much as possible. I, that was third grade. So I'm already in my mind, you know, things aren't aren't great. So. Um, that's that's one. A second one is in Central Florida one time with a good friend of mine. Hold Jack. on real quick. I sh it should be known. 
that you can step on these fucking things and you can actually hear a pop and they oh, still God. are not dead. I, know right? I need not. you to oh. know this. Uh, you, you need to realize this, ladies and gentlemen, if you've not dealt with them, they will uh, not die in some situations. You have uh -oh. to literally smear them to a paste it's for them so to be true. completely gone. You really, so. really do. And it's really gross. And this white stuff comes out. Of oh, it. it's absolutely. It's like a horror movie. I mean, it really, truly is. It's like some kind of weird uh, creature from another planet. And you have to and squish it and break it through its skin and make sure that whole thing's in like pieces before it's dead. So I didn't do that, obviously, when I stomped. I probably missed it outright, you know, to be honest with you, because I was already yeah. probably like, ew, gross. But just did it. So they got away. This next one with Jay, this was really bad. This was in, in Central Florida. We were staying at a friend's house, but um, they lived in this trailer. And we were staying in the, the living room area while they were in the bedroom. And uh, they turned off the lights for us to go to sleep. And we were sharing this little couch bed thing. And as soon as the lights went off, we heard them. Everywhere. I mean, oh. you heard them crawling everywhere. Oh. And I was like, I can't, I can't sleep here. I can't sleep here. I can't sleep here. So we got up and we slept in the car in the front of the house because we found out that the people that lived there just a week before had just gotten back from the hospital because a cockroach crawled into the gentleman who lived there's home's ear while he was sleeping and embedded itself into his ear so far. He didn't even know this. He just had an earache and they pulled a cockroach out of his ear. So that story got told to me while he was showing me the nest of cockroaches that live under his, oh. his home that we were staying in the night before. The nest, huge nest. And he poked it and there were many, 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 many cockroaches. We got in the car. We drove really, really fast. And we've uh, I've not been near Central Florida. I try to like stay away from the entire portion. I live in South Florida. But Central Florida, definitely Whew, really bad. And my last one has to do with my beautiful wife. Um, she has an irrational fear of cockroaches that go beyond mine. Um, I can still kill them and do what I have to do. But my wife is just, she will run crazily. So what happened on this day was there was a cockroach in my child's room. And I think she was five or six at the time. They didn't know that this thing was in there. And all of a sudden something, well, no, I'm not telling the story, right? But all of, sudden, all of a sudden my daughter was on the floor. A cockroach was nearby. And my wife decided the best thing for her to do was to run. So she screamed. She got up. She went running out of the room. And there was one of these little kind of fake things there. That, I mean, one of these little, uh, whatever, uh, fences to keep the kid, little kids in their room. So she went over that fence, screaming and running. I was next door at the neighbor's house. She's like running out the door like somebody was murdered. My daughter's freaking out, obviously. She's too young to know better. She's her mom screaming and running. So she goes busting through the little child fence dude my little girl just busted through because she got so scared she didn't know what to think it's like oh my, my mom God. just went running i gotta go <laughs> bust through the thing goes running they come running out the front door i think like there's an axe murderer in my house the way they're coming out there you know and it's a it's a freaking cockroach man so it it gets to the point where some folks get a little irrational my wife is on that list for sure but i've yeah. had my run-ins with so many cockroaches there are many more stories than this those are just some quick ones. Sorry if I bored you or grossed you out at all, but they are, man, God, those things are just disgusting and they breed like crazy. And you're right, it's filth. They're going to find filth, man. If you live in or near filth, you're going to have these things. Simple as that. I just had one of the most painful leg 
cramps in my what entire life that? right there. That, up I walked up and had to stretch out, man. Yeah, that was a tough situation. Uh, I see what I'm saying. I think maybe my whole fucking body decided to yes. tense up. We're talking about right. cockroaches. Right. That Freaking shit doesn't happen to me. I yeah. eat like a banana a day, dude. That shouldn't happen to me, dude. So don't, don't, open, really... don't open the next box I send you. <laughs> Let me tell you, there's been a couple people in my life who've pranked me with this. Um, I don't want to, I don't, I, well, I don't want to go into Giving people name. ideas now. One person gave me, they knew I loved coffee, coffee, and they gave me a specific mug when I was at their house and I drank it and finished it. And at the bottom of that coffee mug oh, no. was like a perfectly, perfectly positioned ceramic cockroach at the bottom of it. And oh, I remember freaking oh. out and throwing that shit. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck? Too. And I was like, exactly. What the you know, it was like, don't, you know, and so I would have done really, that too. My God. Oh. You can buy like a million of them, uh, fake ones on, on Amazon <laughs> for like two bucks. It's, and, uh, and if you read the comments on some of those, they're like, this is not funny. Fuck, fuck all of you who think this is funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the whole, and again, like you say, it is super irrational. It makes no sense because another thing is I can, if like my wife will constantly tell me, Bobby, get in here. There's a fucking spider, and she knows what I'm gonna do is recover that spider. Right. Like I'm not gonna kill right. that spider yep. because me way. and spiders yep. are homies because yep. of their thirst for cockroaches, and we talk yes. about it all the time. Yes, it's true. So that's one of their. That's yep. what they love. And, I'm and the with big you, man. giant, the big giant banana spiders too. Yep. Even though there are a lot of those are veget, uh, uh, vegetarian, some of them, the orb spiders. There's a lot of spiders out there that were not that would kill cockroaches, and mm -hmm. so I always made sure that if I had yep. to get them out of the house, I moved them to someplace they could survive. I never fucking kill spiders. I agree, um, and it's another reason why I've always loved lizards or iguanas. Yep. Uh, not iguanas so much because I think sometimes, unless they are unless they are carnivorous. Uh, but for the most part, lizards are going after cockroaches, and there's plenty of both of them in mm -hmm. South Florida. So I haven't had a lot of bad memories of the the fear of cockroaches outside of Miami, Florida. But <laughs> Texas is, is another place, yeah. uh, and and Miami is where it was all planted because I can actually smell. Like I can go somewhere, and I can and I can get a specific smell that makes me think cockroaches are somewhere near. That's how sensitive I am to the way, especially if they're nesting. Uh, a couple times in Texas, I would be like, "There's a nest somewhere in here," and I would be right about that. Uh, outside too, oh, I've seen I've seen thousands of them, thousands of big, large, regular sized cockroaches at one time. Is something I can't ever get out of my mind, dude. I don't you, know why it's a problem. You I should really get into know. extermination. I mean, if you have the ability to sense cockroaches with by by scent, I mean, if you can literally walk into homes, and you have a problem. You need our help. You would really be very valuable to an extermination team with that ability because I don't think many people have that ability. I mean, dogs are getting paid a ton of money to sniff out COVID right now. If you could sniff out COVID, you're getting I mean, paid. I, you're getting paid. If I could find a way to kill them with my screams, then I think that I would make some good money because uh, I could uh, the the me discovering them would lead directly to a scream of some kind. And uh, if I was able to kill them with that, that would be perfect. Other than that. It would just be me going in there screaming and they're like, get this fucking Bob guy out of here. He found the nest, but he's just really loud. Get him out of here. I mean, I don't know. If that's something they're looking for, I could probably help them out, but I'm not going too close. Yeah, well, I mean, I think when they see a dude your size walk in the room and start running out screaming like a <laughs> the problem, dude. A problem. The cockroaches have won. Hey, we're looking at houses now, and I'm like looking at crawl spaces. I'm like, who the hell goes into that thing? 
And, and my wife's like, you go into that thing. I'm like, I'm fucking going to that thing. I don't, there's got to be a crawl space, dude. I'm going to fucking hire, right? Like, no, I'll save no. up if I have to. Nope, no, that's your home. You need to go through every <laughs> space of it. If you buy a house with an attic, you need to get your ass up there and check out what you own. I get a drone, dude, and just walk it through. <laughs> That's how I do it, man. You can do it, hey, man. We're you know we're in that world now, so that's definitely something you can you can do. The, heights in, for me uh, is another one. I I have issues with heights. Um, it depends on the kind of heights and the scenario, but it really it doesn't do anything to me other than I get like a um, shit. I don't know how to really explain it. I guess when you sort of get lightheaded, but I get it in my legs. Hmm. Like my legs start getting a tingle. Like, and it's something I automatically, like, it's something where if I'm watching a movie and they do a really, really good, like, overhead shot of a of, of really, really high, like, a high shot like this, you know, like, it'll just pop up and I get this tingle. I felt that right there. There's a little it's a tingle in my tingle. legs. It's in your legs. You should be getting it in your freaking, I call it the ball tingler because I feel like I get it right in that region, but it's probably stomach related. It should but... be. <laughs> but it should be for me maybe i'm just like maybe it is there but i just shoot it somewhere else because i've been dealing with stuff your balls hang much lower so you're, you're feeling <laughs> it all the way down there but I, but my wife actually she she gets um like it's it's it can be debilitating with her like with height she could she couldn't make it on one of those like clear staircases or uh, she really doesn't do well on balconies like and and I think and she knows it's irrational too, but it doesn't matter. What what she's afraid of is that her body is going to make her jump off. <laughs> you know, like she she has no control over her body, and I think that's probably the biggest scare. Which again, I think that's sort of the initial fear I have with cockroaches because for some reason they do this thing to my body where I fucking do that, and I don't like having that one millisecond of right, feeling. Right, it just right. turns into anger. And, but uh, but the heights is something I completely understand because falling from them means death. Uh, cockroaches mm -hmm. don't usually equal that right definitely agree with that definitely agree with that at least have, not that i know have you had um have you had like a nightmare in your life that sticks out to you that was something that like was really really freaky that maybe you had when you were younger because i have one in particular i'll let you think about that for a second i'll just share one real quick because um i have something i actually remember since i was really really young I'm, i don't know how young but i was a kid when i had this and I was outside playing, you know, I was probably, I don't know, seven, eight years old or so. And I was in the front yard of my house. There were a couple other kids in the neighborhood. We we're all playing normal day. And all of a sudden, some people come running down the street and they're screaming, get inside. He's coming. He's coming. Get inside. Everyone's running frantically, freaking out. I've never seen this before. I'm sitting out there. What's going on? What's happening? What's going on? And, you know, and all of a sudden my parents run outside to see what's going on. And they're, get inside, get inside. So they're rushing inside. And I have no idea what's happening. This kid, I'm inside the house. And all of a sudden I'm in my house. And in my house, there's like this long, uh, at least the one I grew up in, there was this long kind of hallway to the front door. And I was in that hallway. And my parents were like down at the end of the hallway and the house. And my dad was like, did you lock the door? And I was like, I, I, I don't know. It's like, did you lock the door? I'm like, I don't know. So he's like, go lock the door. So I went back to the door and it felt like forever. And it felt like the longest hallway ever to get to the door. And right as I went to lock the door, the doorknob turned and the door opened. And nice. something, I don't even know, I can't even describe it, grabbed me. And I was like, dad, dad. And I could ah, see my dad and he could do nothing. He stood there like helpless and he couldn't do anything. And this thing, Son just, of a bitch. this thing just took me. I mean, that, and that's it. That's all I remember about this freaking dream, man. I mean, it was like, so now like hallways, 
going to lock a door at night or something just it's like that quick side go yeah you know you're like lie real fast you know what i mean you're like yeah. holding the door shut i do like, know that like, yeah I yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Want a door to ever open on me when i'm about to lock it again because of that nightmare it stood out so vividly to this day and i've I, I couldn't have been more than I don't know, ten years old, eight years old, whatever it was when I had that dream. So that one, I yeah. don't know. It just made me think about when you when you think about kind of stuff that scares you. Um, I'm scared of that because of this dream. You know, have you had anything I similar that's ever done that to you before? There's there's a recurring dream nightmare that I've had most of my life, and it's just very quick. I think it just takes up a longer period of time in your mind than it does from when right. you remember it, but. Right. Um, it's for some reason I'm up in the air in a helicopter. It's for some, I don't think it's ever a plane. Um, it's almost always a helicopter, something I don't think I'm not sure I've ever been in one now that I say this. Uh, uh, but it's always a helicopter. And then some, for some reason, an evil asshole pushes me out of that helicopter and I fall into the water and I go so far down and I wind up hitting a few things on the way down. And when I look up, it's just a big school of sharks that are swimming in a circle that oh, I have shit. to swim back up through in order to get to the top, in order to get to the to get air. But then while I'm up there getting air, I'm still on top of a, a school of sharks. So I don't know. I can't tell you if they've ever attacked me or if and I think this the terror of falling in there and looking up. I think that's about right. as far as that nightmare ever got for me. Yeah. And I never had a resolution of that. Um, but that's pretty much it, man. I didn't really have a recurring nightmare, but for some reason it was always uh, being dropped into the ocean, which to me is a f terrifying fucking thing for me, dude. That's another thing I guess I haven't even talked about. That might be the real terror for me is being stranded out in the open ocean with nothing, just floating. To me, right. that is the absolute hell on earth. That's a tough place to be. Definitely, because yeah. at some point or another, you're either fish food or you're going to be too exhausted to keep yourself afloat. So right. it's, uh, it's not going to be a fun way you to You lose. Go. You lose, yeah. man. It's, and it, it's not going to be a fun way to die. Earth. It's not going to be It covers fun. so much of our earth. And, and, and like it could easily swallow us fucking whole if it wanted to. But Absolutely. Uh, it's one of those things that I don't really talk about, I guess, because I don't deal with oceans out in Colorado. But, you know, yeah. even like I said, we, we talked last week, we went on that fishing trip and they went a little too far out. And I was just like, fuck yeah. it, I can't. I, I want to fish so land. bad. I don't like I this. Just, I just wanted to fish so bad that I did not give a shit. So there's some things I guess that can overtake that, but yeah, like there's something about this. Yeah, or well, we <laughs> just had a bunch of sea trout, but uh, it, it's still that that irrational fear, which I guess is not irrational. Being pushed out of a helicopter into hammerhead uh, and or a bull shark. I don't think that's irrational at all. No, no, that's not that's something problem, not many people would be interested in doing for sure. But yeah, I, don't, I had I don't another remember. one uh about now that was just too weird i i don't know a weird one it's, it's recurring but it was stupid i was i don't know why i was gonna bring that up but yeah that shark one's really the only one that ever that ever stuck for me like where i had that through most phases of my life it's interesting the way that people will diagnose kind of get into what people dream about and when they have dreams frequently you know brandy's saying sinkholes and stuff like that i mean when you yeah. start having those kind of dreams um frequently uh, people start to feel like there's some sort of meaning to those, you know, and they start to kind of read into that um, 
and and some people think there's a lot to it but you know is there really though you know do people really have those kind of premonitions in their dreams where they're able to kind of start to feel like something is about to happen in their lives because of something they're dreaming about because yeah. I've, I've had plenty of dreams in my life where I remember weird crazy stuff happening and it might be just odd people in weird places I'm sure everybody has that kind of stuff but when it when it comes to something that you have all the time I personally yeah. haven't had that, you know, and Tammy with her, I've heard about us with her tornado thing. So what, I mean, what does that mean? You know, is it, it's ultimately, is somebody going to have mm -hmm. a brush with something and say, oh, well, it was because I dreamt it. It was, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of, I uh, tell you what, I, I was always hoping that having those dreams enough for me, which was this one shark one would right. give me some right. sort of answer on how to survive. that. <laughs> so it never once happen. revealed anything to me other than terror. And the fact that I've got to swim through a school of sharks to survive a school of sharks. Right. Um, what's great though. I'm glad that you brought this up, Brandy, because those open water movies are actually fucking horror films for me. So like if anybody's seen the first and second one, I think those are probably the best ones. I don't really know if they've made more. Well, they probably made a few of them, but uh, I've seen maybe one, two or three or something like that. But the first one was was done pretty well. And it's obviously about people who just get, they get uh, stuck out in the middle of the ocean with, with they're floating on a couple things they're able to float on, but one by one, they're picked off by a shark. And uh, it's, it's fucking horrifying, man. Mm -hmm. It's just... It's, it's really those kind of premises, no matter what horror films or what kind of premise you like in your horror film, those are the most terrifying to me because it's a real thing. Like the ocean is big enough to swallow you because you're just a fucking human who does not live in it. So just as a fish does not live in land very long, a human's not going to do very well in the ocean. Uh, and we're not supposed to be in there. We're not equipped to be in there. So, you know, being eaten by the animals that live in there you can't really get angry at that dude it's just sort of like just the way it is you know and that's what sucks about those movies because you want them to be mindless but they're not they're just fucking trying to survive you're just a you're just a weak fleshy piece of food that probably is going to taste good but they'll swim away after they eat half of you mm -hmm. that's true but that's what we were talking about also with these um you know with all these movies having the ones that were more real the more the, the movies that you could actually be like that could really happen to me are more scary you know and the yeah, falling off cruise ships, the people like things oh, that can actually God. happen. <laughs> but that shit happens, Ooh. man. That's crazy. Like, and you wonder is that is that you know planned? Are people like setting this up to to, to off somebody? Because that's been some crazy things with people missing off of cruise ships, pushed off, falling off, or whatever. But but yeah, I, I feel like any of the horror movies that touch reality or or at least get to something where. Um, you know, it's not so far off, you know, it's like, I'm not expecting somebody to climb out of my TV and attack <laughs> me uh, in reality. But, you know, certainly right. you're, there's a, there is a chance you can be eaten by a shark when you're in the ocean or obviously you're not putting yourself in those situations, but there's still more reality to those things. And even the stuff yeah. that has to do with uh, some of the supernatural a little bit, um, you know, a lot of people get a lot, you know, put a lot into that and, and I think those things could feel a little more real too. And that's what really is scary. It's when you know but it can I, happen to you. I know that you are. I know I am. I know that Dr. Brian is. I know Jay was. Uh, we were all massive fans of horror films. Mm -hmm. uh, I think as Jay got older, I don't think he's actually liked all that gory shit. 
he uh, didn't. He, That's true. He, he would he would watch some like suspenseful stuff and be okay with some of it, but saw. Right. I tried to get him to watch the saw. Yeah, movie. yeah. He, he wasn't it. into the gore. <laughs> but, but we were all Softy. we were all into it. So we so the thing is is I, what what I think what I'm trying to get at right here is that we watched all of those things. Uh, Jason putting a shovel through your fucking face. Uh, all these different scenarios where we would probably also discuss afterwards, like, all right, dude, come up with one sicker, and then we would try. So that would automatically get us into the realm of understanding all that horror shit and being murdered and all that murder stuff was just sort of a concept that we could understand, but it was, wasn't really scary to us. The real right. shit was what terrified us. And that's what, 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 what separates people who are fans of horror because it's the other way around for most normal people. It's the Freddy Kruegers of the of movies that terrify them, but you know, you know, a movie about maybe Gacy or something wouldn't scare them as much. Whereas it's the other way for me, dude. You know right. what I mean? Like, yep. I'd love to live near Freddy Krueger as opposed to John Wayne Gacy or <laughs> cannibal serial killer or some shit like that. Right, like, right. Because I'm an insomniac. I could stay up all night because so Freddy ain't gonna get me. But man. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna turn off eventually, man. <laughs> and I don't. Need eventually, to. you shut off. Nope. No switch here, man. Always awake and ready to go. 24 hours of straight podcast. Ready to begin. All oh. right. I can't even finish this first hour, actually. I'm exhausted. When's it? Is almost yeah. done? We're done. It's bedtime. We're done. We're actually done right now. We are. We are. I mean, look, we went through the ones that we went through at the very least the movies that we said that we don't think are scary movies. And that honestly, there could be a lot of them that could be thrown on the list. But, you know, uh, it's just there's just some of them that try too hard. And I think really the ones that hit the mark are uh, the ones that aren't trying so hard. Like that movie High Tension I was telling you about. I don't know if any of you guys checked that movie out. Go ahead and rent it. You can probably find it somewhere for free called High Tension. Um, it's not what you think go it is. Go to Blockbuster. Go to Blockbuster and rent, it. rent uh, it. If you have that fancy new Blu-ray shit, maybe they'll have that in Blu-ray. Oh, but... A cockroach in here. Oh, God. Heaven in hell, dude. God, Those nasty. pieces of... Wow. I, don't, I don't know, man. I, I, I've got it. issues with this. Again... I, it's funny because the, the last couple times I went down to Miami, I didn't worry about them at your house. But the last other places I was at, like the hotel I was at in Central Florida, I I scoped a couple of them out. They stayed where they wanted to. They didn't come near me. They weren't inside that room or anything like that. So um, they they just it just wasn't what I, it used to be. I, but. I had a rule grow, growing up when because unfortunately the house I grew up in we we dealt with cockroaches and there was a rule in my room at least my room was if I saw you. You were gonna die that night, and that's what I would tell the cockroaches. Like, if I see yeah. you, I won't sleep until you're dead. I know you're did you, here. Did you leave a carcass around so that they would tell their friends that there was a dead one? Did you probably a good that? idea, but I was too gross to do that. I had to get rid of them. So no, those things were out. But that's not about that. What's that's not about it. But no, well, they weren't. They weren't social. That would have not no, made sense. They would have they, just look, eaten. They knew. They knew the rules. They knew the damn rules. Just you know what they tried. Right. They try to get stupid. They try to push their bound my boundaries from time to time. And I hell I would be up all night. I, I all night. I don't care where that guy went. I'm gonna find him. I'm gonna yep. kill a well, you have to. that night. Let's, I mean, let's be real, you have to find him. Somebody's not dies. even a matter of if you were I can't going sleep to. otherwise, so it doesn't right. matter. I will be up all night. It's a mission. It goes. Yeah. If you don't value I don't get I want his family dead. Everyone burned to the ground. That's exactly yeah. how it was. Fuck that, that, shit. that guy climbed up my leg in third grade. That was it, dude. You what? He, I mean, I completely, completely felt violated at that point oh, by a cockroach, man. man. So. Yeah, because you can keep doing that. And right, no. They, it yeah, I didn't want die. to do that. I didn't want it you to die can... in my leg, on my leg like right, that either. Right. I wanted it away. I was just kicking. I was like, ah! 
I'm Even happy worse, it flew. Just I'm going happy it went flying. I don't. I You're right. right. It could have made it up a lot further. I mean, I was right. in right away, so it. it thank oh, God. God. Yeah. Yeah. It was good fun. Uh, if there was like cameras in the room, that would have been. Ah, well, that would have been a good one, but I don't think they were allowed to do that, or they weren't then. I don't know. It was fun. Not fun. Good God. <laughs> Folks, thanks for coming and hanging out with yes, us. Yes. Uh, and really for the ones that did. The ones that threw the comments in there, uh, Merck, uh, Tammy, Brandy, thank thanks you. for coming thank and you. hanging out. Thank you. We, we might have we might have actually had some people talking to us on Facebook, but we don't know if we're, we're for some reason we're banned right now. Yeah, they for, hate us, so we're sorry that we're they, not answering because they're bastards. They suck. Watch us. I will just YouTube. tell you this, folks. Yeah, I was going to say thank you, Ken. Man, <laughs> if you haven't gone to the Casually Serious podcast on YouTube, please do so. If you have not gone to my personal channel. Cultivating with the Cannabis Cowboy. Go ahead and check that out, too. I actually stream TCSP to both of them. So regardless, I want you guys to go check it out on YouTube because YouTube actually is so cool the way they allow us to express ourselves. And again, we don't want we don't throw music and stuff like that up there for the sake of stealing it. It's because it's related directly to what we're talking about. So we've gotten uh, in trouble in the past using you know, the facts of life theme song to talk about the TV show and shit like you that. So good we're not, the bad yeah, in can't there. do that anymore. No. So I'll just uh, sing. Sorry. I told you I'll start singing for now on. I have no problem with that. They can't, they can't know. have any problem. Well, I feel like they'll find us. <laughs> I feel like Anybody? we'll lose viewership really, really fast. If I start singing every show, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for hanging out with us again. This was scary movies that are not scary, but what scares you? And, uh, we are uh, Bob Brain Eater Riley, and uh, that's Sweet. my friend Ken Man over there. I did nothing fancy. I'm not spooky. It's today. terrifying enough, man. It is. Ladies and gentlemen, man. everyone have a great night. We'll see you next week if Thank uh, you guys. what we're doing doesn't get in the way of what, what's going on. Anyway, whatever. Have a good one.